0: Welcome to sports, 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 the first 15-0 team of sports and culture oh God! Coming to you from Park Place Arts in beautiful Anderson, Indiana With me tonight is my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed Life is pain And I am the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports And Snoop, is at what? What concert's he at tonight?
1: Uh, Nikki Lane Okay, alright I think, right? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right Well Thank God Gentle sir, episode 71 <laughs> How you doing, Reed? Are you okay? I've been better Yeah, been, this has been it's a has been a rough couple of days here, Yeah You know, lots of text messages Appreciate a couple of you checking in on me And the radio silence from the commish Casburn didn't text me at all my buddies from out of state didn't text me all. I did have one buddy in China who was checking his score, checking the scores in a taxi, and was texting me during the game. So thanks for that ball. But uh, other than that, I'm here.
0: All right. Well, let's let's get right into it with headlines. So I mean, first and most importantly, uh, by the way, Snoop wrote these headlines. Yes. So uh, first headline: Bama beat down. The Tide forgot tigers can swim.
1: Oh, Alabama got handled, Rowdy. I'm sure you didn't watch a second I not, of this, and I you're not. better for it. I you saw are, I saw some of the
0: text messages in the in the group text going back and forth. Yeah. I was not quite sure what they were about. So my my first uh, uh, understanding of uh, that the game had even happened was like the next morning the next when morning. <laughs> I woke up and and checked my. Uh, Apple News and saw uh, <laughs> that Alabama had lost, which was a big surprise. And yes. then an even bigger surprise was when I heard what the score was. When I heard what the score was, I thought that was a a,
1: a joke. It kind of was a joke, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes, it was. I'm trying to look up here because I had a score prediction that I sent to Big City Adam and Snoop pre-game. Mm-hmm. And it was something. Uh, here it is. Let's see. Forty-two, thirteen was my score prediction, and the score ended up being forty-four to sixteen. So I was. You were predicting Alabama to I was Alabama predicting to lose, Alabama. Though? I was predicting Alabama to win. Uh, okay. See, here's what happened, Rowdy. Okay, tell me because I didn't is watch Alabama or the Clemson plan. Yeah. For Alabama was exactly what I expected Alabama to do to Clemson. Mm -hmm. I expected them to have a dominant defense, Mm -hmm. run a lot of uh, plays and defensive Mm -hmm. schemes that were confusing to their freshman quarterback, Mm -hmm. not give up a lot of points, get a couple turnovers. Everything that happened in that game, I predicted, but Clemson did it, not Alabama. Alabama got spanked. They Mm -hmm. haven't had a game like this since the 2014 Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma. Three trips inside the red area, so inside the 20-yard line. Went for it on fourth down, got stuffed every time. No scores. The first offensive series of the game was a pick six for Alabama. Clemson intercepted and ran it back for a touchdown. Another huge long play on third and 14. Alabama had them pinned deep in their own territory. Third and 14, they throw a 57-yard pass, which then turned in later to a touchdown. Wow! Uh, another play that had an 80-yard touchdown that Bama gave up because the uh, cornerback for Alabama blew out as the killie on the play, and the safety oh. just decided he didn't need to tackle anybody. Wow! It was a extremely difficult game to watch. It was over at halftime. What went wrong? You know, that's a good question. It was clear that Clemson wanted it more. Alabama came out looking soft. They didn't have a whole lot of swagger. That's the number one rule. It is you number one want rule. It. You gotta want it, right? Mm-hmm. You have to want it. And they just didn't want it. I don't know what the deal was. Clemson outplayed him in every single phase of the game. Clemson's got big boys on that. Do you think team.
0: maybe they were like
1: Let's let somebody else win for a change. <sighs> it's what this sure as hell is what it felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what the deal was. Saving Claims it was poor coaching, poor execution, which all of so the So he's above. putting the blame on himself? Yeah, he took all the blame like a classy mm-hmm. gentleman does, where Dabo took none of the credit. He gave it all to Jesus. Yeah. It's like because, Robert,
0: it's like Robert E. Lee taking the blame, you know, at the end of the <laughs> Civil War, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, Jesus didn't want Alabama to win that night, according to Dabo Sweeney. Jesus wanted Clemson to win that night because oh. it's by the grace of Jesus that they won the game. Hmm. I mean give me a break It was terrible (laughs) I mean it was He might have something there I mean by that It's the only explanation It's the only explanation I can think of That that might make any sense It was terrible I never seen I never seen That that last game in 2014 That Bama got blown out By Oklahoma In the Sugar Bowl Yeah It didn't mean anything Mm -hmm. They weren't in the National Championship They had a month off you know, these guys didn't show up to play, but a lot of seniors on this team. Tua looked terrible. It was obvious that the defensive schemes they had were confusing him. Clemson had a great game plan. Clemson went through all the tape and looked at all the plays that had worked effectively defensively against Tua all season, and they put them all in their playbook. Against The, the plays against Oklahoma, the plays against Georgia, that Tua got confused through picks. Uh, made incomplete passes and they threw everything at him. It was an absolute bloodbath from the beginning. Alabama did lead at 1.16 to 14. They missed an extra point. Their kicker is terrible. They have the worst, they've had the worst kicker. The kicker's been the worst player on their team for at least five or six years now. I don't understand why they can't get a kicker, mm-hmm. but that affected all the play calling. For the rest hmm. of the game because when they get close, they would go for it on fourth, not kick a field goal because they knew their kicker couldn't hit anything. He doinked it right off the upright. Hmm. So it was it was absolutely atrocious. I mean, Bam, they weren't after the first quarter, they weren't in it. It was terrible. It was really hard to watch the second half and not just turn it off and curl up into a ball and just try to wish it all away. It was terrible. Well,
0: so Going back to your earlier comment about uh, Jesus wanted Clemson to win, you <laughs> might have something there because it, it turns out uh, Dabo Swinney. Swinney, yeah. Swinney. Well, it should be Swinney. Swiney. Swiney. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, Southern Baptist. <sighs> but you know what Saban is? Is he a Southern Baptist too? Catholic.
1: Is Saban a Catholic? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. High
0: church, smoking mm-hmm. ball, robes, mm-hmm. yeah. So that it's probably what it comes yeah. down to. So I think what we really saw was, you know, Southern Baptists versus Catholics, and the Reformation We know, we rules. know, we know which side
1: the uh, Reformation yes, rules. exactly. Yep. So
0: man, oh, it was ter- over you know five
1: hundred years in the making. You know what I felt like? What I felt like a Notre Dame fan, <laughs> just. The rug got pulled out from under me and yeah. it's just a house, Which is probably why
0: the commissioner, Brandon Casburn Laid off it, Laid it, it, off,
1: because he knows what it felt like. That's when exactly Alabama what he said the next day. day. I right? sent him a message. I said, I appreciate it. Hey, yeah. I know all too well mm-hmm. what that feels like. So it was. It was terrible. And I have to go back and, and read some stuff and watch some interviews. I did finally, uh, yesterday watch the um press conference mm-hmm. after uh, post game press yourself conference to do it until No, yesterday. I turned it all off. I didn't <laughs> see the trophy ceremony. I didn't want to see the MVPs, none of that. I turned it off. It was over. I couldn't handle it. It was brutal.
0: So this guy who is the quarterback for sorry guys, by the way, yeah. <laughs> since Snoop's gone this is officially Sporks Sporks Sporks. Uh I brought a pumpkin pie, so Reed and I are finishing yeah. this pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pies with delicious. Uh, sporks.
1: It is. They're it's actually great.
0: did you see what kind of sporks they are?
1: Oh, Popeyes. Yeah, dude. Nice. Um. Nice. So it is good. What's the deal with this
0: quarterback for Clemson?
1: Six five, two hundred and some odd pounds. You know who he looks like? Uh nineteen eighties um
0: androgynous supermodel. He looks like that kid who was like little hercules the strongest boy in the world holy hell that is him yeah well, no wonder this guy's name uh, i didn't
1: have a chance
0: richard sandrak yeah he, he was like in the 90s or something he was like the strongest boy in the world and with long hair and everything i saw a photo of that a spray tan quarterback and i was like this guy doesn't look like
1: he's good he man. doesn't look
0: like a quarterback
1: he's good and everybody's, you know, slurping him because he's the freshman, first mm-hmm. freshman. Oh, wow. To win national title in the playoff era. Clemson's oh. the first team to go 15 What do you mean in the 0- playoff era? Since What's the playoffs started five, year, four, five years ago. What did they four, do before that? Five, they had a computer figure out the two best teams and they played. It's called the BCS. Literally had a computer figure it out.
0: So this whole thing with the committees. It's and all new. Picking, are you serious? Five years
1: old and Alabama's been in it every time. And they will continue to be in it. M- write it down. What is today? January 9th, 2019. Yeah. Mhm. We're going to be talking about Alabama-Clemson game again at this time next year. Unless cuz they're coming it, it, this is going to be a rematch.
0: With the improved uh you know with um what's the uh what's the whole law the computer computer science law um Oh man
1: sorry um, computers I don't know anything about computer um, science <laughs> Murphy's law <laughs> it's it's the whole thing about
0: how um computers continue uh, to uh, Im- improve exponential oh Moore's law
1: Moore's law
0: yeah uh, so basically the the um, um, exponential Improvement of computer technology. Oh yeah. Do you think you know they're
1: just going to be running simulations?
0: Yeah, they'll maybe use Bing or something to to pick to go back to that system where the computer picks the two best teams or
1: I think they're going back to that. I think they'll expand it to an eight-team playoff in the next three or four years, which I I could go either way with that. I don't. I mean, I would like it because it would let teams like UCF who mm-hmm. doesn't ever have a chance of getting in and getting mm-hmm. in, although they lost their bowl game. Yeah, so they're not even their national champion. Maybe wow. that's what it was. Oh, UCF lost, and they're not national champions. So now Alabama's not national champions. So you think there's some kind of like psychic connection? Probably or? makes sense,
0: right? Huh. I sure. all I
1: know is Alabama has 23 recruits coming in next year. They have the best recruiting class in college football again. They got the number one running back coming. They got some great safeties and DBs, which is what they need because they gave up 347 passing yards, Rowdy. That's unheard of. That's like like three games worth for Alabama typically. That's like Anderson football team It is. That's what they look like. They look like the The Fighting fighting Ravens. Ravens. They really did. Man. That's what it was. And Clemson looked like Rolls-Holman or (laughs) somebody like that and just pounded them. Wow. It was terrible. It was painful. But you know why it hurts so bad, Rowdy? It's because... They lose so infrequently. Oh, yeah. You know, they hadn't lost in a year and a half. I forgot what that felt like. Mm-hmm. What, is that,
0: what is that like now, to feel this heartbreak when terrible. you're not used to it?
1: It's terrible. It's got me looking forward to baseball, and that is not a situation I want to be in. Yeah. Was,
0: that's not a sentence that normally gets put no. together, looking forward to baseball. No,
1: not at all. And my fantasy season ended terribly, Alabama gets spanked, not that they lost, I can take a loss Do you think you're just done with football now? No, never, I'll never be done (laughs) with college football NFL I've been over for a year or more now, but that's why I was thinking like at least they got a score in the fourth quarter to make at least on paper look respectable but they got smoked. And, you know, now Big City Adam Snooper chirping about, well, Notre Dame lost by fewer points than Alabama lost to Clemson. And I'm thinking, anytime, anywhere, boys, you want to line up Alabama against Notre Dame, I'll take Alabama 100% of the time. He,
0: uh, he wrote a lot of headlines. about. He did write uh, a lot of
1: headlines. Yeah, you want to read some of them? Uh, He'll get a kick out of it. The national
0: championship happened. Who won? Clemson.
1: Uh <laughs> Trevor Lawrence
0: Lawrence is a freshman and no one is talking about it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, Justin
0: Ross is from Alabama and no one is talking
1: about it. That kid is the truth. That's the other thing. that that This Justin Ross kid, number eight wide receiver, (laughs) 150 plus yards. He's from Alabama, but he didn't go to Alabama because they have coaching inconsistencies because our offensive and defensive coordinators and position coaches get sniped every year by other programs because they're from the dominant program. And how you... How you stop the bleeding of coaches and coordinators at Bama, I have no idea. Because they already pay them unbelievable money. What do, you, what do you think about his... Everybody's gunning for us. What do you think about Snoop's headline
0: number 10, what was your favorite Alabama sack of Lawrence in the natty?
1: Yeah, they had zero sacks. <laughs> That's the other problem. They couldn't get to him. He had all. The, he looked like Tom Brady standing back there, flowing locks, just stroking the ball. Hmm. It was disgusting.
0: Headline number 13, uh, Alabama is probably still trying to convert a fourth down as we
1: speak. And they're probably still not getting it. <laughs> it was terrible. The amount of rage in which I had Monday night was not good. I needed a blood pressure cuff. I bet it was through the roof. It was terrible.
0: What? How did you feel when you woke up the next morning? Did you wake up and for a split second think
1: maybe that didn't happen? I, you know, when I, I was kind of at peace when I woke up, I thought, you know what? Because it's like Big City Adams said, tough loss, blowout, embarrassing, whatever. But they're just going to be in the same position next year. Mm-hmm. They're going to. I mean, it's not like a team that's just had a magical year, a bunch of seniors, everything lined up for them, and they got their shot and got smoked. Bama is a contender every year, so yeah. I take solace in that. Mm-hmm. But it's not because the gonna, system's broken. Well, something was broken that night. That's for sure. No, they were not trusting the process that night. But you know, everybody's getting better too. It's not going to get easier for any easier for Bama. Clemson's there. George is on the come. LSU's on the come. Maybe Texas. Hmm. Uh, but Saban's got four or five more years in him. Yeah, I suspect we'll be back at it. I and really- I kind of like that they. I kind of like going into the season. They won't be number one. They'll have a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. They'll be angry. They'll be so I hope hmm. it's a different dynamic next year. It was too easy this year. They were winning by forty so points. So you're saying all the time. Bama's
0: gonna be the underdog next year?
1: Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> where I want him to be. It'd be awesome. It'll be awesome. The underdog at number two. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um Roll tide. So this means that Clemson has to be my favorite football team now, right? I guess. I mean, if you want to be a Tigers fan, more power to you. I just don't like their colors, orange and purple. So, yeah, I'm gonna to have to stick with Alabama. Wow. You know, I like it. I want. I. I I'm with you. I if I was gonna root for a team, I don't want to feel the uh, the pain of of loss. No. Who so, does? Um, so yeah. Who so it root makes for the it best makes yeah it makes time. logical sense to root for the best team. But I just can't. Sure. I can't do the the orange and orange
1: and black. I'm and, with you. And, yeah. Purple. There was a kid
0: in my. High cat school, paw?
1: But, what kind of? Yeah. What kind of? Uh, what do you call it? Logo is a cat paw. Yeah. Give me a break. Yep. That's weak. All right. Uh, but it worked. Any,
0: any other closing
1: thoughts no. on, on roll tide? Okay. Good for Clemson. See you next year.
0: All right. Headline
1: number two: uh, The NFL coaching carousel is speeding up. It is. We got some hires. Uh, if you remember last week, Rowdy, we went through all the open positions. Mm-hmm we've got one, two, three, four, five positions filled since we talked last week. The Broncos, as everyone remembers, fired Vance Johnson. They hired Vic Fangio. Who? Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. 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 The emphasis is on the wrong saliva, Mm. maybe, but that's the Bears' defensive coordinator. That guy, I just just did a Google image search. Yeah. This guy looks like a football coach. Damn straight.
0: He, uh, yeah, that is that is a football coach yeah. face if I've ever seen one. Got a great football mm-hmm. face,
1: yeah. Broncos, or no, sorry, Browns. We just did the Broncos. Browns fire Hugh Jackson. Looks like they're going to hire Freddie Kitchens, their offensive coordinator, hmm. which, you know, if the Browns, if it gets too hot, call Coach Kitchens.
0: This guy also looks right? like a
1: football coach. He's
0: This guy looks like you would want to keep him at a distance from the, from the golden corral. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, last name kitchens. He can't then be bothered to shave. Right? Nah, let it go.
0: Yeah. This is a, this, let this, this kitchens guy. He is a, he is a sloppy boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Buccaneers. Ditched Dirk Cutter okay, and hired this great hire, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, former head coach of the Cardinals, former interim head coach of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. This guy
0: looks like the guy from Mythbusters. One's
1: coach of the year, and then he was also the offensive coordinator for many years, uh, coaching up Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers. Yeah, this is the Mythbusters guy. Bruce Arians? Yeah. Does he have do you have a picture of him with his cane glow on? It's it's the guy it's yeah, the, it's but, not
0: it's not uh it, it's not the uh the one
1: guy but the other guy. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's
0: not Savage. It's yeah. the it's the, a little heavier it's, the set, it's the quiet guy. Heavier yeah, set. Where's wears the yeah. the cabbie cap.
1: Yeah, I like Bruce Arians a lot. He's a great coach and I think he's gonna do good things uh for Tampa, once he realizes that Jameis Winston is terrible and they get a new quarterback. Is he bald? He's always wearing a hat. Yes, he is bald. Oh, he is really bald. Yeah. I just found his
0: IMDB. ball.
1: Smooth. Well, he has an IMDB. He
0: has an IMDB. I don't I don't know why, but so that's the only movie. photo I can find of him where he's bald. And he also has no facial hair in this. He must this have been film. a blue, this guy. blue
1: chips or something. Yeah. Huh. Handsome. So the Cardinals, mm-hmm. where Arians was a couple years ago, Arians has been out of the league for at least a year, maybe two. Cardinals get rid of Steve Wilkes and they hire Cliff, what, Kingsbury, who was the head coach of the losing Texas Tech Red Raiders. Wow, this is a
0: handsome man.
1: Yeah, Kingsbury. This guy's a he's football a, he's a, coach? He's a looker. Well, I'll tell you this. He got hired by USC as their offensive coordinator after this season. And then the uh, Arizona Cardinals called him up and he said, hey, USC, see ya.
0: This is this guy's he probably like probably didn't even
1: unpack his office. He's like the Ryan Gosling of football coaches. Oh, okay, yeah. He's only
0: thirty nine.
1: Yeah, that's, wow. That's in vogue now in the NFL. They like these young guys, hmm. young pretty boys. Wow. That got offensive minds.
0: He's a good looking. Guy. Look at this. Just a just a random on his Wikipedia. There's just a random photo of Black him at open practice. Looks it's like it's a like, pencil drawing. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, got good a, good looking guy. Got uh, some high contrast and sharpness on that photo. Blown hmm. out. He's also apparently a bachelor. Well, not for long. All those Arizona ladies. You're gonna find him. You're gonna find him a young skirt from Arizona State, hmm. the number one party school. Be awesome. Keep your eye out for that. Packers get rid of Mike McCarthy, hire Matt LaFleur, offensive coordinator from the Tennessee Titans. Now this guy. A lot of people are arguing is a little overrated because Tennessee had a subpar year, but evidently his system is very his offensive system is very sound. Okay, they just didn't exactly have the personnel, and the install didn't go as well as they had hoped. But evidently, this guy is supposedly the truth. Another thirty-nine year old, and the Packers. This guy's only like two or three years older than Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Packers. So that'll be an interesting dynamic too.
0: Now, these guys—did these thirty-nine year old guys—did they play football?
1: Some of them probably did. Most of them were probably like um, sports med guys, or played a little football, and then you go to graduate school to where you become an assistant coach and learn coaching and take graduate classes and do all that action. And why don't they just play with Madden football team? So, hey, that's that generation's coming, no doubt. Interesting. Like your system, where you're just going to learn oh, Madden, yeah. mm-hmm. Madden, and drive over to Ohio State on Saturdays, maybe yeah. maybe Friday nights, huh? So so that. What I like about these last two guys, it shows me that my system could work. Without doubt. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? So we got three three teams still looking, Rowdy. The Bengals of Cincinnati, yep. Miami Dolphins, and the New York Jets have yet to hire. Hmm. But that'll probably be coming here. A couple of these guys, might, a couple of these teams, might be trying to snipe guys that are still active, that are still coaching in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they're going to lay off until the off season or until these teams get knocked out. Um, Which one yeah. was the
0: one that the Bengals got?
1: Bengals haven't hired yet. Okay. Bengals, Dolphins, and Jets still looking. So Broncos, Browns, Buccaneers, Cardinals, and Green Bay all hired. Okay. So hired I could coaches. still
0: be in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, you could be okay. in Cincinnati. That's the closest for sure. Yeah. And then where would you prefer to go if you had to choose between the last two? New York City, Jets, where they play in New Jersey, or Miami? South, it's got to be South Cincinnati. Beach. I'll just go to Cincinnati. Even if they don't have an open position? I'm saying if you had to choose between to the last choose, two, yeah, the I'll Jets go, or the Dolphins? I'll go to Miami because they've got Gables. the
0: Cuban food. Right. Um, I figure great club scene. I could be one of the last generations to enjoy Miami before it Sinks in before safe. it
1: floats away, mm-hmm. gets washed away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the coaching carousel. It has sped up and probably will continue to speed up until these other three teams huh. hire their coaches. Crazy. Yep. All right. Next up. Uh,
0: so the hot stove is ice cold. So bring on the Mario Kart. Uh, the Kansas City Royals, apparently, um, the. Uh, w- w- the K- KCTV uh, news copter uh, was was flying around Kansas City and actually uh, caught somebody using their uh, 105 foot tall, 85 foot wide electronic scoreboard um, at their at their stadium, Kaufman Stadium. To play Mario Kart. Playing Mario Kart. That is it's Playing Mario Kart 8. Um. So apparently there are
1: eight Mario Carts now.
0: Oh yeah, man. This Good is the grief. yeah. This is the one for the Switch, which I haven't played. Hmm. Um, but yeah. Apparently this was part of a this was kind of a test run for a uh, potential charity auction. So the thought is at some point this year, uh, their Royals Associates uh, charity they they would actually auction off. Uh, a video game party at the stadium where you could bring your friends and then play video games on that massive screen, which would be- That sounds pretty pretty cool. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, That would be- Dude, the turtle shells are enormous on that I mean, honestly, if they would just turn most ballparks into just giant- Video game? Video game venues, and you could still have all the- all the food and beer. Yeah,
1: that screen at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, mm-hmm. Jerry World. Oh, yeah. It'd be unreal. Mm-hmm. It's like 60 yards long or whatever. Yeah,
0: it'd be great. Um, wow. I don't know. I feel like people would get a lot more joy out of playing video games in baseball parks than actually watching baseball, because nobody wants to watch.
1: Nobody well, wants to watch that. I like watching baseball when you're in the napping. park better than on TV. But are you really sure? watching it? Because... My experience going to baseball games. We're just games,
0: gambling. Oh, I, I mean, like when we go to baseball games, we sit in the in the grass and oh, basically at Victory just Field? yeah, and just like
1: girls running around, know. yeah, roam, roam hang around, out.
0: yeah, and I I watch
1: basically zero zero uh, ball game baseball plays, mm-hmm. yeah. But remember when we went to Detroit to that baseball game mm-hmm. and we just gambled the whole time? That was fun. I don't. Uh, you guys were gambling? Yeah. Remember we gambled. And we passed the money between everybody, and it was at the end of each at-bat after three outs where when the catcher threw the ball back to the mound, whether or not the ball got to on the mound or just in front of it, and then you'd have to guess, and then you'd bet the money, and if you got it right, you kept the money, if you got it wrong, you passed the money on.
0: I don't think were you Were not guys, part of that? I don't think you guys included no. me in that. Well, we were
1: all sitting in like a row. I know. That's what made that game taller. Actually, I, that was a good game. But. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, you gotta add a anything I remember. that's boring, if you add a gambling element to it, it makes yeah. it awesome.
0: Well, you guys didn't cut me in, so
1: <laughs> I think all our uh, the
0: main thing I remember is the giant tigers outside the stadium and just yeah. snacking.
1: And how the stadium went down into it was the ground. A cool yeah, it it's, was a, a, cool it's a cool stadium. Yeah, it is Detroit, Rock Man. City. Well, you know what time it is, Rowdy? Haters. Evil. Evil Haters! Evil. Evil. Hot taters. Hot taters! That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting. Served up for your consumption. Smothered, covered, chopped, and chewed. Okay. Rowdy, are you ready for your hot tater recap from last week? We still have to do this even though Snoop's not here? Yeah, we're going to do it. (sighs) we got some time to fill. All right. All right. So last week was the first round of the playoffs. Wild card weekend. (laughs) You had four games to choose from. Okay. You had Indianapolis versus Houston. Houston, point and a half favorite. Okay. You picked Indianapolis. Yeah. That's a win. Indianapolis 21-7.
0: to And did they do the covering?
1: They did. Okay, perfect. Well, no, they didn't need to because you picked Indianapolis. (laughs) But yes, something. It doesn't matter. If I explain this to you. You don't have to. Yeah. All right. Sunday, 1 p.m., Seattle versus Dallas. Dallas, point and a half favorite. You picked... Dallas, mm-hmm. they barely covered twenty four twenty two. So I got that one, too? You got too? that one. Yes. Just barely, by the skin of your teeth.
0: Because so, that was the one I remember because they had the home team advantage, right? Mm, or home field advantage. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, that is correct. Yep. Sunday at 4 p.m., Los Angeles Chargers versus Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, two and a half point favorite. You picked Baltimore. You lost that one. They lost by oh, six. okay. Okay. Baltimore lost because their kicker, Cody Parkey, who is an alumni of War Eagle, mm-hmm. your second favorite SEC team, hit the uprights twice in the same game. Is that good? No. Oh, okay. You want him to go between the uprights. He doinked uh, the uprights twice. Okay. And they lost by six. That's six points. Two donks. Two, you missed two <sighs> field goals. Uh, let's see. Sunday, 8 p.m., Philly versus Chicago. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Six-point favorite. You picked Philly. Yeah, I was going to say. I thought so, They yeah. covered because they won 16-15. <sighs> I felt
0: good about that. Boom. There you go. I don't so think you Snoop believed in me on that and one. I don't know if he yeah. did
1: either. I, I, I bel- No, I'm sorry. Baltimore wasn't the doink. Chicago was Chicago the doink. Chicago was? Yeah, okay. I made all that okay. other crap okay. up. Chicago lost by one because they missed like a 47-yard field goal at the end. Cody Parkey, War Eagle. Uh, that brings your total to 22-18-3. Winning record, Rowdy. I thought it was just usually two numbers. Well, you have you had three pushes. What's that? Remember the pushes? Mm -mm. We'll we'll get into it. Okay. All right. So important. This week, Saturday, four thirty five PM. Okay. Kansas City, Missouri. The Indianapolis Colts Mm -hmm. versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City. Home team, they're Kansas pretty good, City, right? On fire this year. Yeah, five and a half point favorite. They're giving you a hook there. They're not giving you a full touchdown. Only five and a half point favorite. Who are you picking? Man, Indianapolis, KC. Indy's hot right now, but KC is dominant. It's actually strength on strength. KC's offense is incredible, and currently Indianapolis's defense playing lights out. I think it's going to be KC. All right, you're picking KC. I'm with you. I think is going to win that game as well. Saturday, 8, 15 p.m., Dallas Cowboys, your Dallas Cowboys, yes, Rowdy. not mine. Versus the Los Angeles Rams. That is in L.A. The Rams mm-hmm. are a full touchdown favorite, seven-point mm-hmm. favorite. Really? Yes. Rams are sick. I'm going to go with the Rams because right. I don't like the Cowboys. L.A. Rams. I don't like the Cowboys either. Sunday, 1.05 p.m., Los Angeles Chargers Mm -hmm. versus the New England Patriots. This is in Foxborough, outside of Boston. Home game for the Pats. Pats are only a four-point favorite. Open at four and a half, but down to four. I think it's going to be the Patriots. All right. And Sunday, 4.40 p.m., Super Bowl defending champions Philadelphia Eagles Mm -hmm. go to the Big Easy. Where they are going to play Drew Brees, Boiler Up, and the New Orleans Saints, they are an eight-point favorite. That's the biggest spread of the weekend, eight-point favorite over the Philly.
0: Does Drew Brees play, or is he coaching now? No,
1: he's still playing. He's like the best quarterback. He's going to have all the records. Wow. He's breaking Peyton Manning's records all the time. Yeah. Oh, Drew Brees is sick. How old is he? 40 or 41. Is he like the oldest quarterback out there now? Either him or Brady, yeah. Wow. And Old Man Rivers is like 39 or 40, the guy for the Chargers.
0: I'm going to go... In the Big Easy, defending Super Bowl champions with
1: Nick Foles, their backup quarterback, who won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Birds versus Angels. I think it's going to be... Both winged creatures.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be New
1: Orleans. Yeah. I think you got them all right, Rowdy. I feel really good about this week. I think you did. I would like to see the Char... Actually, I'd like to see the stadium explode in New England with the Chargers in <laughs> New England, but I think New England probably pull that out. That's a long way to travel for the Chargers, and it's gonna be cold. All right, to recap, you got KC over Indy taking the uh, five and a half point favorite there. Dallas, no, sorry, Rams over Cowboys, Pats over Chargers, Saints over Philly. That's it. All right. Hot taters. All right. Well... Since Snoop's Since out. Snoop's not here, what do we what's we gotta talk about something cool.
0: Yeah, so I figure we kind of have a theme of covering uh Native American culture. Yeah. So we've covered in the past, we've we've covered um the uh, uh Pukwudgies of Mound State Park. We've covered um uh Cahokia, Cahokia, and and the, the mound. Uh, and it's in the mound builders culture. Uh, so what I thought we could focus on tonight is what's known as the Mesoamerican ball game. Oh, so this was a sport. So it it was it's a it's a sport that uh, basically stretched the range of this sport. Uh, it it originated around like fourteen hundred BC. Um. So, wow! Very really? much pre-Columbian, uh, and and yeah, by The years. range stretched that probably started in, you know, the the central Central America where uh, rubber trees grow because it's played with a, a rubber ball that uh-huh. can weigh as a solid rubber ball that can weigh as much as nine pounds. Damn! Uh, and and so eventually it stretched from like Arizona down to like Nicaragua. Oh. Um, now we don't know. Yucatan. Oh yeah, so we don't know for sure how this game was played, and it may have actually been there was sort of a family of games that were played within these cultures. Okay, but the uh, the game has actually some variation of the game has lived on in uh, in Mexico, in uh, Sinaloa, uh, which is kind of Western, uh, kind of just across the Gulf the of California. Of That's where
1: the cartels are. the Sinaloa yes, cartel. the Sinaloa cartel.
0: Yeah. So the Spaniards, when they came in, they kind of put the kibosh on. on Most everything. All the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there was less Spanish influence on that coast. So oh, interesting. So the game survived. So in um, uh, in Sinaloa, the game is still played, and it's known as Ulama, um, but then, you know, there are different, different names. So, uh, the Maya word for it was Pocopoc, the Aztec word, which Ulama comes from is Olama Litsi. Um, there's another name called Tlachti. Uh, so it was a very popular name expanded across a whole range of, of cultures. Hmm. Um, but basically the way it's played, like the, the way Ulama's played and, and what we can tell from like, you know, the bulk of like. The paintings and sculptures Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. This gigantic rubber ball.
1: How big are we talking? Like soccer ball
0: size, bowling ball? uh, It is larger than a softball. Like basically like a large softball, like handball kind of. Grapefruit? Basically like softball size up to like, yeah, grapefruit size. Okay. Um, Made of solid rubber, so it's heavy. Damn. And the way that they played the way that they still play is kind of crazy because it's not played you, I mean you wouldn't want to kick a ball that heavy. No. So it's actually played with the hips. And so they wear padding. I just saw something about that. Oh this. really? Yeah. So I yeah, didn't know what it was. Yeah they put yeah. padding on their hips. Yeah. And the whole goal of the kind of the game, like sumo belts mm-hmm. almost a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah the wear belts yeah. wear wear padding on on their hips. And the whole goal is to basically keep the ball in play, or try to get the other team to not return the ball. So like, if it's kind of like volleyball or badminton type of game, where you want to keep it, keep the ball in play, Uh and so the ball can't bounce more than twice or something like that. Uh, Okay. And and if it does, the other team gets a point. And then also, if you knock it out. And they, and they don't catch it before it goes out of bounds, you get a point. So I think it was played up to, like, eight points, um, which typically um, hmm. the game, the uh, first team that scores eight points wins. Um, most games usually end after about two hours, uh, but there was Jeez. one game that reportedly lasted for eight days. Um so yeah, but but the crazy thing is because this ball is so heavy, and because you're hitting it on your hips, um, like when the Spaniards first came over and they would watch the Aztecs playing this game, yeah. they you know they would see um, people with all kinds of crazy injuries. Uh, basically, um, hip displays. Yeah, the people who the people who would play they were basically uh, perpetually bruised, so they just constantly were bruised on their hips. Uh, Some of the bruises were so severe they had to be lanced open. And some players were even killed if it hit them in the face (laughs) or the stomach or the intestines. Um, So, yeah, it it was a serious, serious game. Um, They played a lot on on dirt courts, but then if you go into some of these, you know, the bigger Mayan cities Uh or the Aztec cities, they actually would build ball courts. So I I actually went to one in... um, uh Guatemala. Really? There was just uh I'm trying to remember. Did you go where they filmed Star Wars? No. It Uh, kinda looked like that. Yeah, Yeah, it was cool. Uh there were all kinds of like um obelisks with like, you know, Mayan uh emperors and stuff carved on them and and just kinda all scattered around. huge like banyan trees or something. Uh Like the crazy like Jurassic Park looking trees. Uh But yeah, so they had one of these ball courts and basically the the ball courts had sloped uh, stone sides, so you could bounce the ball off the okay, off the walls. So they're walls, mm-hmm. okay. And uh,
1: so you're like a pit,
0: yeah, basically, yeah. And then and then there's areas then where people could gather and and watch. Wow. Um, but the the cool thing, one of the cool things about this game, um, is that there were a few a few different things. So one, some, it, it seems like. At least some of the time, it was actually used uh, as a basically proxy warfare. So, oh. in in <clears throat> especially in um, a lot of these, um, so the Aztec culture was more centralized, so they didn't have as many right. as many ball courts. But the older uh, older cultures, where they had a lot of different cultures who were kind of ruled by, you know, fairly weak rulers mm-hmm. over a big, you know, huge range of geography. Um, those cultures tended to have more. And so basically, yeah, you could, um, resolve conflicts in this ball game without actually going to war.
1: But was it like blood sport? So like Coliseum style. So
0: apparently late in the, uh, uh, so it's like Toltec you're talking so, here. So tol- the, so it started with the Olmecs, which okay. Olmecs means like rubber people or something like that. So started with the Olmecs, the Toltecs, uh-huh. the Mayans, the Aztecs. So it's up to the present day. Yeah. In, so, um, but the uh, but yeah, toward toward the like uh, classic era. So like the Mayan, you know, peak of the Mayan culture. Um, th- actually. Uh, there would be human sacrifices. So they actually, in some of the uh, paintings and carvings and stuff, um, they typically show, uh, it seems to be like decapitation. And so it may, it was like the uh, possibly like the team captains. And so, and uh, some some archaeologists yeah, yeah, yeah. think that even the the heads or skulls were used as balls for like some of these
1: games. But like they've covered them with rubber.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So so yeah, um, it was pretty. Would gnarly. you go
1: back to that time? Like, if you if you had a time machine and can go back to one time period for a sport, where would Man, you? Man, for a sport? Yeah, you're just going over to Croatia right now to watch that. Semi nude mm. water hacky sack game. Oh, yeah.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speedo. Man, I don't sack. know.
0: It would be, this would be super interesting. I would totally to see. go back to
1: those places. Because
0: I, I think, uh, you know, Mel Gibson takes a lot of crap deservedly.
1: But I know uh, where you're going here. What was that movie? Uh, damn it. Yes. No English. Yeah. It was like three hours long. Uh-huh. Yeah. That movie oh, what was. was that movie? Yeah, that was an interesting. Pretty movie. awesome uh-huh.
0: because he was showing these cultures that you just never see on right. film, and so that to me was fascinating because the whole movie, you know, starts out in this tiny little jungle village.
1: And lots of running through the forest. Yeah, in that movie, when too.
0: when the when the guy gets kidnapped and basically brought to the Mayan city, you kind of see him progressively apocalypto. Go, apocalypto. Yeah. 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 You see him go through these like more settled regions until he finally gets to the capital, and so it's just like, yeah, it was that. I thought that movie was was great. Oh, Super I did too. I enjoyed
1: that a lot. Um, I mean, the the massive empire. Oh yeah. And all the different cult- – I mean, if you have a culture where you're playing with a nine-pound rubber ball and hipping it in a pit
0: and mm-hmm. getting your
1: head cut off, yeah. that's a pretty advanced civilization. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you got time to watch games oh, and they and had build ball courts and super, design games, Super
0: accurate calendars. Absolutely. They had – well, and we keep finding now because so much is covered by a forest, like mm-hmm. they do the LIDAR and they yep. found just these massive cities – You know, yards away from where people have been excavating for years. Yeah, and they had no idea that just you know they could literally throw a stone and hit Mm -hmm. a pyramid Mm -hmm. that's just completely
1: buried. So yeah, there's hundreds, if not thousands, of acres mm -hmm. of pyramids and plazas and sculptures and what was that book called? Monkey something about the monkey god. Oh, Lost City of the Monkey. Lost City of the Monkey God. Highly recommended. Mm -hmm. That we both read it. Yeah, That, that was a Fascinating book mm-hmm. yeah, But yeah. don't get too close and don't stay too long Because once no. you get back to civilization You're going oh, yeah. to get it Yeah,
0: it's wild So that's that was um, I cannot remember where that book was set Was it in the Bolivia? Yucatan? Belize Belize, maybe Belize, somewhere in like yeah. It was in the Yucatan Yeah, in, uh, in Central but, America but, but basically they were in this area where no humans had been right. No roads For ages Right and so we had no like the 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 archaeologists who were going there to excavate had no immunity to um these parasites. And so they're just getting, you know, crazy. It's basically like a cursed.
1: I li- that's area, that's what I was gonna say. I like to think about it as like, a curse. Like yeah. when they open up these Egyptian tombs and people start wigging out later. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: It is yeah, it's it's wild. Um but yeah, then there's some other things that archaeologists have, have thought about, you know, maybe you know, there's some symbolism to the game. So Hmm. does the bouncing ball represent the sun? Uh, Some of the, like later on, they would actually put these stone rings that kind of stuck out from the walls Uh up high. And so um, the thought is maybe whoever could get the ball through the hoop, through the stone hoop could win, but it would be super hard to get that heavy ball through there. Yeah. Um, But those could have potentially uh, signified sunrises or sunsets or equinoxes um there's uh theories that maybe the game represents the struggle between day and night or life in the underworld Um I love it and so basically the ball game was played as like a ritual purpose to like maintain the order of the universe mm-hmm. and and everything so um but i was thinking about that That's cool. and it's like I wonder if, what do you think future archaeologists, if, if like,
1: from, yeah, when climate change, yeah,
0: when climate change wipes us out, right. And either future archaeologists or
1: alien archaeologists. I mean, we're in agreement. That's going to happen, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're done for. So when they, so
0: when they find our cities, the first thing they're going to find are the massive stadiums, right? So they're going to, the first thing they're going to think is. Well, they're going to find what?
1: Probably concrete and stone stuff, mm -hmm. steel. Would probably mm-hmm. deteriorate. You ever watch that uh, show "Life After People? Mm-hmm. Curious title. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, how, and how like long it takes like the Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty would be gone in 500 years, but the base would be there for a thousand or 1500, or something. But yeah, I think they're going to find stadiums. yeah, they might Astroturf. that's going to stay. I was gonna so say gonna any kind of plastic. Oh yeah. Any kind of plastic they'll find. Yeah. They might even find roads and stuff too if they get buried mm-hmm. by uh dirt and soil and yeah. sediment that's blown around, mm-hmm. they might find some roads. Yeah. Especially like freeways, massive roads. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: So let's find let's say they find Lucas Oil Stadium okay. in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: What are they gonna think about that?
1: Will the banners that say the Colts played here or the Colts almost made the playoffs right. still be there?
0: <laughs> the 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 Peyton Manning statue. Yeah. So they're probably going to think He'll he's he's up. a deity, some kind
1: of god, right? Yeah. So he's right?
0: he's the god that people would come into this
1: place to worship. Looks like a giant kindergartner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That yeah. It will definitely be stadiums, and I'm thinking like massive structures, mm-hmm. like airport, like runway, like. Road structures, mm-hmm. runways, freeways, but also you've got to think the art and stuff like the stone sculptures mm-hmm. or steel sculptures if they get buried or covered enough. But I don't think they'll figure out what football is. Got I can't even it. figure out what football right, is. You're right? So yeah, I mean, but that's
0: what I'm saying. I think they'll come up with some kind of crazy.
1: The only statue that'll probably survive that they'll know what it is is Coach Saban's statue in Tuscaloosa. Or or the uh who was the Penn State coach? Yeah. Uh that they took down, uh <laughs> come to Penn State. They'll find, they'll find that Joe down pa. in the
0: basement someplace yeah. and
1: This yeah. man was king of the children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Actually man. the
0: craziest statue if they if they found it have you ever seen the Harry Carey statue? <laughs> yes.
1: That is Or the, the soccer player statue that we looked at, the uh air our uh what was his name? I can't remember anything. Oh anymore. yes. Uh, um that they had to redo The messed up face yeah. Ronaldo. Ronaldo yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: The other crazy one In Indianapolis <laughs> the one Is find. the uh, Who is the Who is the John Wooden The uh-huh. coach Have you seen his statue uh-uh. Where is it So if you're in downtown Indianapolis And go a couple blocks South of the Hoosier, circle he's a Hoosier right Yeah it's right. right by the old Spaghetti factory You can't oh, miss it Oh okay So it's, it's Meridian It's John Wooden And he's like Kind of like Scrunched down Hunched down you know, Like he's talking In uh-huh. the middle of You know Describing a play or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's surrounded by his team. But instead of, you know, building the full team team, which would block the your view of him or just saying, like, let's just leave the team out of this. Instead, what you have is John Wooden surrounded by like eight sets of legs that are just like sliced off at the upper thigh. And so it literally, it looks like he's ducking and a samurai has just like chopped 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 through an entire team. It's the craziest statue I've ever seen. And it's some guy who I, I kind of went down a rabbit hole one day looking this up. It's, it's some guy who is a, uh, he actually got into sculpting because he was like a, uh, he basically made like dentures, what? Like some guy up in like Carmel or something And he makes Did he
1: make all those creepy ass statues no, All around not, Carmel's yeah. art
0: district? Carmel, yeah Carmel, Indiana Which is
1: uh, Carmel by God, the gravel God, Yeah,
0: God's country North right. of north yeah. of Indianapolis Pinsland bu- the, bu- the, bougie, the bougie neighborhood Yeah There are all these strange bronze Early 1990s looking people Just out yeah. on the street It's very strange I thought strange. they were
1: real the first time I went yeah, there It just, freaked me out
0: They just look like very tan people Yeah like yeah.
1: on the periphery, like if you're just cruising by and you see them and yeah. you think, oh, what the hell? Yeah, well, those you know? will survive. Those will survive. Yeah. Like
0: that'll be future archaeologists are going to find those and be like, well, there must have been some, you know, cataclysm that froze these people in place. Oh, they're going to think
1: like they're uh, Pompeii type uh-huh. people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like a, bro- a volcano full of bronze mm-hmm. exploded and just covered these people. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, that's why I always think when I think about things like this that the
1: archaeologists so cool. are
0: piecing together. I love it. And then you go back and talk to these guys in ancient history, and they'd probably just be like, no, like, we're just having, f- like, no, we're thinking yeah. about the underworld. We're just having fun with the rubber ball. Right. Oh, that picture of the guy with his head chopped off. Oh, uh, yeah, we were just messing with, like, right. we just made that to taunt the opposing team, right. you know? Like, yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't cut someone's
1: head. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You ever think about the these like hypotheses that people have that are just when you really kind of think about it, they just seem completely made up like deep space hypotheses to me they're making that up what how do they know any of that stuff about what space stuff? and the universe how old the universe is it's still expanding the, the Bible? volume of it like when it, like they're just making this up how do they know this <laughs> It's just made-up math equations that they're using to do it, right? I don't know, man. They got some kind of, like, can they tap into it somehow? I, I don't know, but they seem pretty sure about it. So I know I, they really. do. I don't know. That's what kind of irritates me the most, is how confident they are. Huh. You know, you get these physicists like the guy that just got me metoo Uh Oh, uh... Boy, we're not good with names Big voice. Tonight. Yeah. Big voice. The guy who did the, the
0: second Cosmo. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. Tyson,
1: yeah. I mean, he's talking, you know, the expansion of this, that, and the other quirks and, you know. The multiverse. What? Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating to listen to and learn about, but ultimately it's kind of like, we're just spitballing here, right? What I get, the sense of, you don't trust the Academy. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, why are you? Why are you anti-science? I'm not anti academy. No, but I mean, I don't know. I like I think the same thing really about some historians and even archaeologists. Like archaeology, if you really get down the nitty gritty of it, is one of the more bastardized oh, yeah. and misinterpreted mm-hmm. and uninformed uh, disciplines. Yes. Yeah. Within the academy, particularly within anthropology. Oh, it's, it's,
0: it's crazy how, and it's crazy how quickly things
1: change, exactly. you
0: know? Um, but, Yeah.
1: Like, LIDAR blew the lid off of a lot mm-hmm. of things. What they thought were mounds were not mounds at all, mm-hmm. and what they then they find mounds in, like, the middle of apartment complexes oh, yeah. and stuff. You know, I mean, just wild oh, stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I was, I was listening to a podcast, sorry, a different podcast uh, about archaeology, and it was a uh, guy talking about, it was kind of cool, because he was talking about how, he's like, oh, yeah, I wrote, you know, back in the day I wrote, like, five papers talking about how, uh, Neanderthals and humans never, uh, never mated, and right. n- now with DNA we know that we they know did. They so did. he's like, I've had to go back and you know, change you know, changed my opinion. But that's you know, that was like twenty years ago that he was writing those papers, See, and now things. But have there changed was not so enough
1: data mm-hmm. to come to that conclusion, so he was spitballing. And now that the yeah. data's come up, he's had to back mm-hmm. it up.
0: But. He did though. No, I it's
1: appreciate that. It's not like that. he's sticking right. to
0: his guns, No, but, he's yeah. not a
1: climate change doing the climate change denier thing yeah. or the creationist thing or oh, any yeah. of that, but like I don't know. I mean I just think it's so out there and beyond my understanding mm-hmm. of physics and space oh, yeah. and all that. It just seems Well, well, let me bring it closer to home. Made up. <laughs> in today's
0: in today's society, yeah. What existing sport do you think should become a proxy for warfare?
1: I think football's a great one. I think football's a great one. Uh, George Carlin's uh, whole spiel on the difference between football and baseball, you know, football's played on a gridiron, it has penalties, you get speared, you get Mm -hmm. tackled, and baseball's played in a park on a diamond (laughs) where you're out or, you know, you commit an error and that whole thing. I think, for sure, football is the most... War proxy-ish okay. kind of thing, I think, in American sports. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, Because it's so physical. Yeah. And you want to dominate mm-hmm. and injure people and punish people, mm-hmm. and which is what war is. So we right? have to just introduce that to the
0: rest of the world so right. that they can build up their teams. Right. And we'll not have war. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then yeah, also— think if Yemen had a football team. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, okay. And then what sport do you think would be the easiest and most entertaining to transition to a die-if-you-lose style blood sport or at least like we kill the captain of the team golf
1: (laughs) I like it yeah okay because it's a precision game it's all about touch it's extremely mm -hmm. difficult but it's an elitist sport and you could bury him right there in the green that's right or the sand trap that's right just cover them you up. You got the rake out wherever there already. They, yeah,
0: wherever they drop, you, you right. that's where you bury them. That would actually And then it be, becomes a
1: bunker. Imagine all that. All these graves oh, yeah. become new bunkers. Imagine
0: that, knowing that you're playing on mm-hmm. you know, what could potentially be your future grave. I like that. Yeah, golf. That's pretty cool. For
1: sure. All right, well, that's all. What
0: do you all, think? Uh,
1: golf, you're already out in the wilderness. Uh, alleged wilderness landscape. Yeah, I think wilderness. that's. I don't Pristine think I can. Wilderness. I don't
0: think I can top that one. That that's great. And so many of these guys, they're old, they're close to death anyway. Right. So um,
1: out there drinking and smoking. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's that's all we got. Uh, if you're still listening, <laughs> um,
1: somebody I think, is. I think, and thank you.
0: I think we've proven once again that we don't really need Snoop, Not at all. who keeps calling this. His His podcast. podcast. But yet he doesn't show up. Right. Yeah. Uh, Because he's got to go see Macy Gray or whoever. (laughs) Um, But if you're still listening, you know that Reed and I at least love you.
1: What was that song? I try to stay awake. I try to say goodbye and I choke. choke. Try to walk away and I stumble.
0: When I try to hide (laughs) it, it's clear. My world crumbles when when you are not here. here. That's a good song. (laughs) Um, So if you know anyone who's a Macy Gray fan, a fan of uh, Mesoamerican blood sports, (laughs) uh, a fan of Clemson football, Mm. uh, a fan of Little Hercules, the Boy Wonder, Send them a link to the episode. Coaching Carousel. Just just text them a link. Let them listen to it and maybe they'll become a fan too. Uh, So that's it. We did it. Episode 71, we did sports. As always, I want to thank the guru, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the commissioner, Brandon Casburn, and the honorary ball boy this week,
1: Ball Woman. Oh? It's Nikki Lane this week because she kept Snoop from coming here so I didn't have to listen to him talk about how great Clemson looked and how (laughs) terrible Alabama was. Thanks, Nikki. roll tide, Nikki. Check her out
0: on Spotify. That's
1: right. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram,
0: or email us at sportsportsports at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you would like to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask... How about some sports? How about it?